we're live. I mean, we're live to each other. We're not live to you. We yeah, are, I mean, hopefully, as you're listening, we are alive somewhere. I think everybody knew. Alive we or live? Um, all of the above. Amen, brother. Yeah. So uh, this is a Solid Seven Podcast. We are a better than average podcast, but just barely. Maybe slightly under after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not a podcast about nothing, but we're also not a podcast about any one thing. Each week we get together, we talk about the things that are going on in the world that interest us, and we invite you to join us. And each week, before we do any of that, we, we like... open a Jocko Go. Yeah, we like to crack open a couple of ice cold Jocko Goes. Uh, right. what, are you, what are you drinking today? I got orange... Afterburner orange. Ah, me too, buddy. It's rarely the wrong choice. Ooh, yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, friend. So if you're thinking, man, kale sounds a little jazzier than normal, a little more a little more baritone, a little more bass in that voice. Uh, I, I got a I got a little cold. The old fashioned kind. Just Not a the- regular old Run of the mill cold. Not the roro kind. Yeah, throat started feeling a little sore yesterday. I'm like, eh, that's a bummer. And then uh, started to get some sinus pressure yesterday afternoon, which was, you know, not pleasant. But oh. uh, thankfully that cleared up overnight. Now I just got uh, a little bit of a sore throat and uh, a runny nose, which are both super conducive to recording podcasts. I think it helps enhances your uh, your game. Uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens when we play it back. So, man, we've been on a, a run with the podcast, though, huh? Like, we have not missed a week. Well, not only that, but guests have been fire just one yeah. after the other. Kira so, was loving uh, this past week's uh, with uh, Becca. Yeah, it was a good one. She's. Uh, I just wish I was there so I could have helped. Uh, we could have actually just gone through and helped her swipe left or swipe right. Yeah, there's there's still some hope there. I was actually try, I was trying to make a little love connection there today with somebody. So we'll see how it goes. Oh, she did. I'll keep you posted. No, no, that was me. Uh, oh. Somebody that was single that I that hadn't dawned on me did dawn on me. I'm like, how, dude, how old are you? <laughs> He's like 28. <laughs> Why? I'm like, shut up and smile. <laughs> uh, and I definitely sent That's her funny. definitely sent her a picture. I'm like, what's up? To which she responded, how tall is he? To which I said, bro, stand still. <laughs> so I'm like standing there next to him, just kind of looking at him side-eyed. I'm like, what are you, like 6'1"? <laughs> That's funny. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So now, man, what a what a great run of guests. And this week, just the two of us. So my apologies, just listeners. Just the two of us. It's hard not to sing that when we say that. It, it really is. You notice I I didn't I changed up the little the little blurb at the beginning of the day. I didn't say we invite you to come along with us because that cues up the Rescue Ranger song in my head and right. now also in your head and in several listeners' heads. So I, I invited the listeners to join us because wow. I have no jingle to go along with that. Huh? I did. I didn't feel. Normally, I feel the jingle in the back of my mind, and I re, and I did realize I did not feel the jingle today. Yeah, that's why. Is Jingle All the Way a good Christmas movie in your opinion? I don't know if I have seen Jingle All the Way. Dang. Which That's one a is good it? Movie. I mean, there's a lot Arnold of Schwarzenegger. Movies. Uh, I mean, I've probably seen it, but the fact that I don't remember seeing it is problematic. 
and he has to get that Turboman doll for his son on Christmas Eve, and it's a whole controversy. Yeah, no. Oh, it's probably one of my favorite, if not favorite, Christmas movie, next to The Santa Claus 1. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan of the Santa Claus movies. The one is definitely the strongest. Two is not bad. Three should never have happened. Three? Uh, I've never seen two or three until this past Christmas because it's all on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And I was like, I guess I'll watch it. I've never seen them. And you, I should have kept that. I should have kept that. Yeah, you wouldn't... Not seeing them. You wouldn't think adding Martin Short to a movie would make it worse, but that's exactly what happened. It did make it worse. Well, then yeah. even like Tim Allen, I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, you are not the same dude in the other movies no but what he's doing is cash and checks <laughs> no yeah i can't hate the hustle uh it's like uh I, th- I i think this is from a samuel l jackson interview or something but people asked him about doing movies i think you know stuff like snakes on a plane but he does all kinds of stuff like his filmography oh, yeah, is crazy long point. and he's just like i like i'm an actor i act like people offer me jobs and mm-hmm. i i take those jobs <laughs> yeah you can't hate it no he's just doing his job yeah so and also he's Mace Windu. So, what's up? Yeah, did you know he asked George Lucas for the purple saber? I like, did. That was his idea. I did, and I I heard he asked uh, asked so in a colorful way. Is is the lore as I've heard it? Oh, probably. He's probably, a yeah. he's a big fan of of the F word, as I understand it. And, uh, I, and preferably I, mother F. Yeah, is go to. And I I believe his his request involved that language, which is a, a very Samuel L. Jackson thing to do. That's. That's, yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, no, it's interesting because he, he, you know, he doesn't get to use such language as Nick Fury. <laughs> uh, at the end of Infinity War, he mal- he said the first part, and then he and he blipped. Yeah, I'm sure he he asked for that line. I would assume because he's so famous with it, they just they were like, "Hey, you know, it'd be funny if you said yeah. this line." Maybe if he gets to cameo in a Deadpool movie, then he can talk like himself. Oh yeah, hopefully they end up in the MCU. I Speaking of MCU, yeah. What were you going to say? I have no idea. Okay. Um, speaking of MCU, the new What If trailer, I asked you right before we hit record if you had seen it. Uh, it looks dope. Yeah, I started to look at it today. It, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it feels a little bit cynical to me in that, like, have they done that in the comics? I don't know. I'm not a comic guy. I've, I've never been like, oh, they didn't do this in the comic book, so I don't like it. Um, <coughs> Look at this. I'm uh, I'm, po- I'm sending you so you can see it on your <laughs> cellular device. The like poster for it um, is called Marvel's What If, um, and so basically it's like a bunch of alternate realities of all the Marvel movies. So yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't watch the trailer, but I like I saw the poster today, and I, I like I started to glance at an article. Um, and I said, like it. It's definitely an interesting concept to me because they can kind of just toy with the MCU. Uh, but at the right. same time, like it feels a, a little bit like a cash play. Like, hey, we can kind of just make these one-off stories. We don't have to worry about the show bible. Like, we don't have to worry about uh, you know retconning or, or or breaking anything. Like, we can just do whatever we want to do, and we can do them one-off. It doesn't have to carry over one thing to the next. Um, doesn't mean it won't be good. So I I don't know. I'm setting the bar pretty high for that one. I yeah I I didn't I remember when they announced it a long time ago and I didn't care and I think I saw it was animated so I was like I don't care but then they dropped the trailer today which if you listen to this it's on Monday so last Thursday um and it seems dope I mean it's it's like three D animated and like T'Challa uh Chadwick Boseman it's his last 
recording of Black Panther. But Black Panther, since it's all alternate alternate weird realities, Black Panther is Star-Lord. Gamora is Thanos. Uh, Vision is mixed with Ultron, and he has the Infinity Stones in his chest. It's weird, and Spider-Man is Doctor Strange. Yeah. It's crazy. It looks and then Peggy, like uh, uh, Hawkeye is a zombie, it looks like, here. And then Captain Amer- regular Captain America is a zombie as well. But then Captain America's babe, uh, Peggy Carter, is her name is Captain Peggy or something like that. Yeah. Captain Carter, I think. Which, I uh, mean... It's basically Captain British, Captain... Captain British, Captain Britain, Captain England, Captain... What would you say? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually... So, uh, no secret, we're big fans of Ted Lasso, which they also dropped some new Ted Lasso content. I did not see that. Today, recording day, not today, podcast day. Um, and so, I can't remember if we've ever talked on here about how Ted Lasso came about. Um, so, I think we have um, from a commercial. But, but yeah, so back, back in the early commercial content, go back and watch those if you haven't because they are gold. They are hilarious. And so, for the uninitiated among you, the whole premise for Ted Lasso, like the 30-second overview, is, uh, you know, in, in, in a top-tier English soccer team, football team, uh, Premier League team, uh, hires an American football coach to come and coach their soccer team, which, of course, is a ridiculous premise, particularly at that level of soccer. And hilarity ensues. So, in the original commercials, like, he's having Coach Beard, his assistant coach, like, explain uh great britain to him and he's explaining like england and wales and all this stuff and so like the punchline is just like how how many countries are in this country <laughs> and yeah. it's funny because it's true because the rest of us do not get it no like, we so i don't do. think i think if i was from there i would find most of the jo- those jokes funnier yeah but as an american i was like what <laughs> There's a bit where they're going through like a way for him to remember all the Premier League teams by associating them with NFL teams. I can't even do it justice reenacting it, but go watch. It's it's hilarious. I think I looked it up one time and they have like a super cut of just all of the commercials in one video on YouTube. Oh, they're fantastic. And then they've been doing stuff with him now like Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso announced the roster for the uh, women's soccer Olympic team and stuff like that. So they've been a good done a good job. Oh, that's of, cool. Just kind of keeping it out there. But that show, uh, July 23rd. New season two. Pretty. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Pretty, pretty oh, yeah, exciting. Yep. Uh, that so, new What If show comes out August 11th, and it'll be a series on Disney Plus starting, yeah, August 11th. Interesting. Now, when I've seen more and more Black Widow news. When does Black Widow drop? Tomorrow, today, technically tonight, and uh, your, in theaters. You've said you are going to go ahead and pay to watch it on Disney Plus. Yes, sir. I have uh, people coming over tomorrow night, and Look we're going to have a little Black Widow party. Awesome. Not really. It's just we're just going to watch it, not party. Awesome. No, party. I just want to watch it. I'll go, I'll uh, I'll go back and sift through my email. I, m- I missed that invite. I'll double I'll double check for it, but I'll see if we can make it. I didn't know if you could take a, a night away from the fam, and it's not at that big of a living oh, room no, for I, everyone no, to come. Um, so uh, no, I wouldn't. It's a I wouldn't, small group. I wouldn't take a night away. I, I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna bring them. I know that's what I'm saying. And then it's a small living room. On the other hand, so right, don't which, have that much room. It, and then every, your kids would be loud. We wouldn't be able to hear the movie. Like I only, I invited. It's literally like two people. So yeah. it's not even, don't even feel special. No, all those are reasons why it feels even more special to me that you invited us. Like I know what a hassle it will be, and yet. 
Yeah, you invited. There would be no room in this living room you for you to sit. In. I I will say I, I mean you know like that invite probably came in just before my invite for you to come over on Saturday and and watch the UCF fight. Before I would that have hit come. your before that hit your inbox. I would have said nah, never mind. Not yeah. No, or, no, I know. Thanks. Not never mind. I was I was a little excited. We had uh, we had a fresh intern ish ish type person lined up for tonight. And it's somebody oh, yeah. who, and it's somebody who actually does uh, like MMA. I'm like, ah, big fight on Saturday. Maybe we could actually talk about it on the pod. And uh, Andy flaked. He bailed. Yep. Yep. Intern. Should we say? Should we say their name? No, no. I I just okay. want him to quietly wallow in his own guilt and self hatred. I'm sure he's. I liked. I just liked how he texted us that he wasn't. Like it wasn't even like, hey, I can't make it or uh, anything. It was just like, guess if this is a text if I'm bailing or not. Yeah. That was literally like the text, which yeah. I thought was funny. I was like, yeah. that's a good way to bail. I appreciate that. At least he actually texted us. Don't you hate the people that just ghost? It's like, just say you don't want to come or say no or whatever. You don't have to ghost. No, here, yes, I, I do hate that. I mean, most people don't like ghost ghost. Some will, but what I hate is when, like you're texting somebody from work and mm-hmm. you can't get a response. And it's like, I, I wouldn't be texting you if I didn't need to know this now right well it happened to me today i literally like question mark the text after 40 minutes and then i'm sending a gif another 30 minutes later and then it's like all right man are we doing this or not yeah or woman yeah but if if you text uh, around the same time hey uh go into that one place everybody loves to eat you in or can i bring you anything back ding ding immediate response immediate response right oh your phone your phone does work I try to be a, a good texter. And if I haven't texted you back in a minute, it's legit because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But like once I see a text, I usually text back as soon as I see it. But Or I, if it's like a question I don't know, I'll say, I don't know. I'll let you know in a little bit. Well, the other thing that I think is funny now is when people play the like, oh, I, like I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Yeah, that's, that's crap. It's, that doesn't work. It doesn't work in 2021. I actually don't get texts in my car. And I figured, did I, did I tell you about this? I think I've told you about this. I don't get notifications uh-uh. when it seems like I'm out and about. I thought it was whenever I'm out of Wi-Fi, I just don't get text notifications. But then I realized it's my car. Somehow with the radio and the Bluetooth, it doesn't send me notifications. And it's like a glitch where you'll look at the message app. You'll see the red one pop up and go away immediately as if I read it. And I'm like, but I didn't I didn't click it. It only happens in my car. Figured it out. It is weird. So it's, something's with, that it's something weird with my car. So if you text me and I'm driving, I do not see it till I get to my destination. Yeah. But I don't even have to look at my thread to see, oh, they text me and I don't I didn't know. But in general, yeah, I'm I'm not saying it's outside of the realm of possibility in twenty twenty one that a text isn't received. But it's rare though. It's, it's very rare. rare. It's rare. I'm yeah. telling you right now, if I'm driving, I will not see it unless yeah. I purposely go look at my thread. So that that one that one cracks me up. But <sighs> I think we kinda of talked about last week with people in dating, like if you are like, Hey, wanna hang out tonight? Crickets. Yeah. And it's like just say no thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think that. I want to go I to mean, that. I, like I said, I haven't, I haven't been dating since the word ghosting was used in that context. That's how long it's been. So, mm. um, I stopped dating like two years ago. I don't remember anybody just like three up and not responding. Like I don't, I don't ever recall that happening in my life. Yeah. I, I don't, remember. I'm not saying like I landed everyone I pursued. Or that, I mean, obviously Jade wasn't my first girlfriend, so it's not like every relationship I had ended in marriage. Um, 
but I, I just don't remember anybody just like not responding anymore. I feel like I've always experienced that, but I'm younger and uh, that's our gen. Yeah. That's our millennial friends. But back when I was the courting type, more of the interaction was actually face to face. So you couldn't just be like, right. I, I don't see you standing there in front of me. Right. <laughs> that, yeah. that would have been a, it's very hard to ignore someone when yeah. they're right in your face. Yeah. It would have been a real awkward situation. So, but for real, people stop doing that to Becca. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Freaking text you? her back. And text yeah, me man. back. If I say, Hey, X thing. And then you need to respond Just say, I don't know. Or no. Or I will get back to you better than just silence. Yeah. Now this is kind Church. of uh, opposite, but similar uh, work pet peeve is when like you get an email and it's been, it's been minutes, maybe longer, but you know, not a lot of time. And somebody will come by and they'll be like, did you get, did you get my email? I yeah, hate that. Yeah. I was just complaining about that the other yes, day. I, yes, I got it because that's how email works. <laughs> or when, it's like, yeah, you got it, but you haven't looked at it yet. Yeah. It's like when, it's still unread you, in your box. When you click send, it comes to me and I get it. <laughs> that's when you click send, that's what happens. I love so. it when they just sent it and then they walk over. Hey, did you get my email? Uh, it says you sent it two minutes ago. So I have not had the chance to drop everything and read it yet. Sorry. Yeah, and I don't, and I, I think I talked to you about this recently and I, I can't remember it. Like I don't, um, like I'm not straight up like Tim Ferrising. Like I check my email like twice a day or whatever but I don't have email notifications on anymore and I, I don't check it like constantly throughout the day because so rarely is an email actually urgent. Important. Like urgent things result in a text or a phone call. I just morphed to that recently because yeah. I switched back to the mail app and it doesn't show you push notifications unless you um, are like plugged in to the charger. Yeah. So that's nice. So I, I hardly ever see emails the moment they come in because I had the Gmail app and that notifies you the second. But I, I agree with you because I think you said that and I'm like, you're right. I don't need emails all the time. Yeah. And if somebody does email you something urgent and you haven't responded as quick as they need, they will call you or text you. Yeah. Like if it's that serious, yeah. you, can, you can And SMS. if they don't have your, your, like your office phone number or your cell phone number, then is their urgency really that important to you anyway? <laughs> emails, you're right. Yeah. Email is my last go-to. I would, if you're in the office, I'm going to call your extension. If you don't answer, I'm going to shoot you a text. If you don't, if it, but, but then like, I don't even know if I'd go to email really, unless I need a paper trail of whatever I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. That, that's funny. Cause there's still like, at least me in the workplace, there's still people that like, they'd rather phone call or email than text. And it just all feels so inefficient to me. So I was dealing with that. Right. Like I was going back with somebody back and forth, somebody uh, with uh, some graphics <laughs> the other day. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, I just sent you that thing. And it was my email or text. I'm like, if it's me, always assume text. <laughs> I'm right. only going to email if I absolutely have to. Right. So that, I mean, even, even now, like, my email inbox, it's just so much white noise. I just try not to add to anybody else's noise. Like, I'm not going to email you if I don't have to. Right. Because it just gets yeah, lost. Yeah, I agree. So. So, we're going to title this episode, you know what grinds my gears at the workplace? <laughs> <laughs> you know what else I really hate. So, but, uh, yeah, Black Widow, I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I, I want to see it. I'm excited about it. I've been excited about it. Um, in but a you're going to wait till it's free on Disney. Not yeah. technically free, but not 
a premium price. Yeah, in a different day and time and place, I probably would have I, I probably would have made the effort to go and see it in the theater, but where we're at now and what theater life is like and the fact that it's going to be free on my big TV pretty soon. I'm like, yeah. When yeah. does it drop actually uh not premium price? I don't know, but not so long as for me to care. And I, I think- just I know you say you don't care about if you see a spoiler, but like I'm I'm pretty invested in the the Marvel world and I like I like yeah. going into a movie blind. No, that's I my, should be clear. Like I would prefer not to have spoilers, but when I make the choice not to watch a show or movie right away, I'm just not a brat about spoilers. It depends on if I care about the movie. Yeah. Like I forget what movie I was like I was able to avoid everything and I walked into the movie and I knew nothing of what was going to happen and it was like a great cinematic adventure. Are you still on your I don't watch trailers kick? Um, I watched the first trailer, but I won't watch the trailer. Like I haven't, I saw the first Black Widow trailer and I have not watched a trailer since like purposely, like they've been dropping the campaign, the branding campaign for Black Widow is insane. Like they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, and so I've seen they've dropped several videos, well, but I, I haven't really watched any. <laughs> I think the studio feels like they more than owe it to Scarlett Johansson and they, they probably do more than owe it to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Yeah, to make she, as, uh, as big she, a deal out of this. Her as movie, can. her movie comes out October sixth on Disney Plus for regular subscribers. Yeah, October sixth. I, I got that kind of time. Yeah, I got enough going on between now and then. But then, like, if you also think about it, like, well, I'm going thirdsies on this movie, so I'm not paying even the full price, which is nice. Um, but if you're going to go to the theater, like, I don't know. I think I don't. I love the movie theater. I have nothing against the theater, but I, I am having a hard time. Wanting to go because I can pause it when I want. I can go pee. Yes. I can turn on the captions if I don't know what they said. What did they say? And then rewind it. And then nobody's um, phone screens lighting up. Nobody's mm-hmm. talking. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm, I'm having a hard. But the big screen. I'm like I'm watching it on 4K. I don't really think those movie theaters are shooting that junk in 4K on that on that screen. Yes, the sound is better probably in a movie theater. But worst case, if I'm watching it alone pop in some headphones and I got digital what is it called spatial spatial audio yeah with my airpods yeah coming soon so it, it is movie like, theaters, it but is I trippy think with the, the spatial audio like if I'm watching something on the phone in a rare occasion yeah. it, it is weird like when I turn my head and all of a sudden I'm hearing it like more out of the ear by the phone right I'm like whoa how did yeah. you know so it is crazy have you tried the spatial audio with Apple Music uh yeah they did their big launch where they're you know with zane low or whatever where right. it's like listen to this in stereo now listen to this in no spatial. mono then stereo then yeah, spatial yeah. yeah which i really heard a huge difference from mono to stereo i was like "Ooh, this sounds good and he goes this is how you've always heard music i'm like oh okay and yeah. then he goes now listen from stereo to spatial and i'm like i kind of heard the difference what i would really like to hear somebody do a good job of with spatial is Bohemian Rhapsody. So Bohemian Rhapsody has long been, I mean, since like 60s and 70s, when like hi-fi home stereo became a thing. Like that was the default. Like this is how you show off stereo. Mm. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody on good sound system is just incredible anyways. I mean, it's a cool song to begin with, but it's so intricate and it's so dynamic um, that to hear it on a really good sound system really is kind of a cool experience anyways. So for somebody to master that really well in spatial audio would, would be intriguing to me that I would like to listen to. Yeah. That would be dope. That's yeah. a great song. 
I love the part if I'm driving and that song comes on and then it's the I guess it's near the bridge area where it's just like the like that part. I just want to speed even faster with corners. Nothing like that song, man. No, it's like it's. Did you ever see his movie? It's like it's a little movie. What's it called? Uh, The song is called. The movie is called Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that was a hard. uh, Rami, what's his name? Rami Malek. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty good movie. No, I did not see that one. I think it's on like Netflix or something. Probably. Uh, you know, whatever. I'll get around to yeah. it. <laughs> you only live once. Yeah, it didn't really, like, I don't know. Like, I, I Freddie Mercury didn't really, I don't know, just not that intriguing to me. I thought the same, and then I watched it, and I was like, dang, this is good. Um, Back to workplace woes, replying all to emails. Oh. Can't it's, stand it. It's just so rarely justified. Like the right time, the right time to use it is like more than one person is on this email, but really only one person needs to respond, but any number of the recipients could respond. So I'm going to reply all. So everybody else sees my answer and knows they don't need to respond. That's what reply all is for. Right. Right. Like I sent kale, Kira and Jade. Hey, what do you think of this artwork? And then they, not everyone needs to respond per se, but if Kale, if you go, I like option A, let's go with that. And you reply all to that. You don't, cause if you just reply to me, maybe Jay would respond just to me and go, I like it, but I don't know what Kale thinks. See, then reply all is good. Yeah. But it's, it, yeah, the it's entire just, organization, my God, pull the trigger. I'm out doc. Yeah. It's not that there's no use for it ever, uh, right. but certainly not as frequently or as, as, as it is used. I just hate the like, hey, X great life event happened in this coworker's life. Um, so let's celebrate them. Which I'm fine with that. All staff email, sure, whatever. We're happy for you. But then not every single person needs to reply all saying congrats. Like, are you, do you think the boss is like has a list of all right? Did you respond? Did you <laughs> see this email? What if they did though? What if you're wrong? What if they? Like, and then I, I will. I was never on. I was never, and I will never be on that list. Not that I'm not going to reply, but I'm not going to reply all. Well, but that's the same I will thing. Take my humble pie. Like, but I feel the same way now. Again, our our hatred here of social media is well established, um, which is probably why uh, we'll never succeed in this medium. But um, like the well wishing of like. Valentine's Day or anniversary, like my wife's the best lifetime girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why does that need to go on social media? Why don't you just tell her? Um, hmm. Like I shared all those sentiments, but what I did is I just, I just told her. I think it's kind of like, um, it, it, it probably makes them to varying per person, but it probably makes the person, the recipient, your wife, feel a little bit special i could see some people agreeing with this because it's like oh look he in front of everyone told this it's like you got up on the lunch table and yelled i love this woman maybe that's that's my guess isn't that There's pretty some, much what we all mock tom cruise for yeah you're right i need a i need a females uh probably like becca what do you think um yeah, I I prop, but I'm that dude too though. Like I would post like for our one year, I'll probably post something. 
just to be like, hey, everyone, look. But it's also not even so much for her. It's also be like, hey, everyone, look, we did a year. Yay. And then that's all I want. I don't want like an hour long of, hey, congrats. Hey, congrats. I wish that comes. It's cool. It's nice. But I don't know. Not like, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm a constant contradiction right now. So I I, I get that I'm close to alone in this sentiment, but I'm just, I'm just not a fan. That's also probably just part of the social media world. You just post your your wins and your celebrations and your milestones in life. Like that's just what you do. Like I finished editing our wedding video recently, and I'm gonna post that. What's the point of doing that? More to be like, hey y'all, check out my cool wedding. Flex. That's that's really the heart of why I would post that. Like it's not like I don't know. I can't even think of a decent non egotistical reason why you would post something like that rather than wanting fake internet points and people to go, wow, that looks so cool. Why else would you post something, right? Am I breaking the social media world? We just all want fake internet points. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, if if they got rid of, uh, like, if, if nobody could comment, if no, nobody could respond, if nobody could click like or love or anything else, what would happen? How, like, everybody could see it. All the same people could see your post to see them now on whatever medium they're on. But they right. can't they can't interact. And now I go, well, that would just be media, not social media. I know, but just go along with me. If you if you couldn't get the the dopamine if, or endorphins or whatever it is when you right. see those clicks, which is well established, actually happens. If right. you if you couldn't get that response, which let's be honest, like a, a, a click of a like, how social is that really? You're right. Like we're we're really setting the bar for social pretty low. Um, what would happen to the <laughs> the number of, of of things that get posted? Yeah, I did crater. You're not wrong. I I agree. Because like why else, if you really think about it in the heart of hearts, why are you posting that it's your birthday? Because you want attention. Why do I post in the heart of hearts? Why do I post a Photoshop version of 29 of me and 28 of me every year? Is it one? I just do it because I thought I did it initially when I was 26. Cause I thought it was funny. And then I thought, let me just keep doing that till 30. And it's just it was just fun. So there are those people. Quote, quote. I I want. But then, like, why time. post on social media? Yeah. No, and uh, you know, my wife's funny about like she just gets a kick out of like the Facebook birthday wishes of like, hey, the last person this last thing this person said to me on social media was happy birthday last year, right? It's, and it's not like I you didn't those. you didn't remember my birthday. You were reminded about my birthday, right? Right, and so, and then you you did your whatever, and I don't think you even have to write anything. I think, like, I don't know, I'm not on Facebook hardly ever anymore, but I think you can, like, one click say happy birthday. Like, it'll give you a list. You can be like, wish them a happy birthday, right? Or something like that. I, I don't have Facebook installed on my phone. So, one be, knowing that happens once upon a time, because my birthday falls on Veterans Day, I, I had formed a habit of, like, trying to beat people to the punch of... um. Yes, it's my birthday, but please, instead of taking the time to wish me a happy birthday, like take the time to thank a veteran or more than one veteran today. And like I'd do You're a little so spiel selfless. and I'd be like, and if you, you know, if you don't know any, here's, here's the, here's the ones that are in, you know, my friends list or whatever you think. But I haven't even been doing, I haven't been doing that. So do you even care about our servicemen and our uh, military? Yeah, I think, I think I do. Pretty yeah. sure, I, pretty sure I do. Actions say otherwise, because you just said you don't care. Yeah, I don't think. That but yeah, so we all post on social media because we're all secretly egotistical and we like the attention. 
in a nutshell, it, right? It's just so funny. For yeah, being honest. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, you know, there is this aspect, and I think this is what sold all of us of is, I, I remember um, the first time somebody told me about Facebook, and I'm like, hey, if you join this thing, I was living in North Carolina at the time, so this would have been 0405. Um, you know, if you join this thing, then like we'll be able to keep up with each other easier. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And like, I, you know, I've got friends and family in other states. And so there is some whatever, but it's not, it's not like we're keeping up. It's not like it's, it's not like it's real interaction. It's not like it's real relationship. You're like, oh, right. but now, you know, I get to see their kids and I see what's going on in their lives. No, you get to see the good stuff. But you stuff. don't communicate. You get, yeah, you yeah, can see the good you, stuff that's going on in their lives. Right. And social media is so fake. Like you're posting the best of yourself. I had a joke with some friends a couple of years ago where I was like, I am going to just only, I never did, but I just want to only start posting the worst moments of my life. Like, all right, not the worst, but maybe like the lows, like, all right, I got another pimple on my face. Yeah, y'all, or until you're a bad weekend. things. Yeah. Until you're a weekend and the cops are knocking on your door. Cause all your friends think you're suicidal <laughs> and cops come to right. a wellness check. Right. And it's like, let's, what if we posted the real and not just the highs? And I think more people are starting to realize that like everything you see on social media is literally everyone's high and it's never, I don't know. No one's real anymore. Yeah. But we all know when we do it anyways. I think that's why I've just still always gravitated to, uh, Twitter and Instagram a little, a little bit, um, is that like I'm not using them as like a social substitute. I just, those are just still such good mediums for either entertaining me or informing me. Yeah, like I can curate the I can Reddit. curate the news and information and entertainment. It's not how I'm keeping up with people I know. Yeah, I would agree with that. I like I when I was on Instagram more, I was really on it for, to like see what certain like video game or tech things like because they post much quicker than you would see something on like say Reddit. Or like I like certain celebrities because they're just funny. Like John Mayer is hilarious on Instagram, and Chris Pratt's posts are always great to look at. But I didn't, I wasn't always like, oh, how's so and so doing? Dude, how as how much is. is Chris Pratt killing the game? I want to watch his new Amazon movie. Have you seen like it yet? This, I started it and I didn't have time to finish it. Um, and the so premise it seemed was, whatever. It wasn't great. It also wasn't bad. It's not going to win any Oscars. Um, and that's okay. Like you can, you can not be, you know, award worthy and still be worth watching. Um, so, I mean, I'm interested to see where it, where it goes from where I stopped. Uh, you know, it was just one of those things where there just wasn't time. I, I run into that a lot. Like I've been trying to keep up with Loki and bad batch, but especially like if I'm just the only, if I'm the only one watching a show, I can squeeze it in. Jay will be like, how did you watch all that thing? I'm like, I don't know. I, I just, I find time. Right. Um, yep. like we're trying to watch Loki together. And so I'm just like, you know, we're not that, you know, I know some people are those families where like their kids are down at like six thirty or seven. I don't know. That seems like black magic to me, but obviously my kids aren't down that early. So when people are like, yeah, we, you know, we like to put the kids down and then uh, watch a TV show or watch a movie. I'm like, yeah, we like to put the kids down and, and go to bed. Yeah. Um, so sometimes when there's enough energy, we'll, we'll Is watch. Is that just because you, you never put them down earlier? Like from um, the get-go and they're just used just, to no, no, no. Like it's, um, it's just not what works for our schedule or for their oh. circadian rhythms or, you know, any of the above. Ah. So like our kids, they're not old enough and they go to school where we work, where they, like, they don't have to be up early to go to school. 
Um, okay. So it's like if we put them down earlier, we could probably transition them into that after, you know, a nightmare few days or weeks or whatever uh, where they fight it because they're going to bed two hours earlier than they're used to or whatever. Right. But they're just going to be up at the butt crack of dawn and then, you know, you can't get ready for work. You can't, you can't whatever. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so we're just like by the time that time of day rolls around, we're like, yeah, we're, we're done too. So deuces. Right. So yeah, not not current on Loki, not current on Bad Batch. I'm closer on Bad Batch. I think I think I'm only one episode oh. behind. Though I'm about to be yeah, two one behind. behind. So I think it's a 13 episode season. I saw. I don't know. So I we are caught up on Loki. We have been watching that pretty consist. Are you guys liking it? I mean, we haven't talked about Loki on the pod at all. Um, I like it. Uh, I think I need to watch it. I don't want to say if I if it's good. I think it's good. It's worth the watch for sure. It's different. It's weird. It's not. Nothing has made me feel like WandaVision yet. I still I think WandaVision is better, but I might change that. I want to watch Loki again. Yeah. Once the last episode comes WandaVision out. WandaVision was just so unique. I will say I'm really digging Owen Wilson. But this is there too. This is really weird. Like it's different, but it's not WandaVision. Different. Yeah. Yeah, it, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a buddy cop show, though. Like Wanda, Ish, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing like Wanda. Yeah. No, this isn't bad. It's definitely different, and uh, I'm anxious to see how they wrap it up. Uh, but I don't know. I need to watch it one more time before I make uh, mm-hmm. my my judgment. But no, I judgment. I am like I'm not just loving Owen Wilson in it, but he's also not Owen Wilson. No, he's like great. Owen Wilson yeah, all really the cool. time. Everything he plays, he's Owen Wilson. He's not. Wow. He hasn't was, done a single wow. I know there was jokes leading. I forget who tweeted it for. I guess someone producer or some of the show was like, yeah, he won't be saying wow at all in this series or something like that. Someone said it from the show. It's very funny. So, but it's, but, it's been good. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I need to watch it again. I, I feel I I'm conflicted. Like I have some friends that are like, it's the best show I've ever seen. I'm like, I haven't felt that. The comment I've heard, and I, I think I'm feeling a little bit, is like it just doesn't feel big enough, particularly for Tom Hiddleston. Like, I, and, for, and for Loki, for that matter, like it just feels like, and again, I'm like, I think two episodes behind now. So I would kind of agree that Loki feels a little like, dumbed down is the wrong word, but just, I don't know, a little, a little contained. Like Loki's always this bigger than life character, right? <laughs> He's yeah. God of mischief and he just hasn't been that mischievous. So like he tries to be, but like he just gets shut down every corner. It all, it almost seems yeah. like, so there's some funny moments. There's some, you know, there's some woke propaganda. Yeah, I'm not hating there's on some it. whatever it's no, it, I'm it's just good. not like running to Twitter to tell everyone to watch it personally. Yeah. I'm not, not enjoying it, but right. I also, yeah, I, I've got some conflicted feelings. It's not, I don't feel like it's bad. It's a good show. Right. I agree. I agree. I agree. But with Wanda, I was I was like, wow. And now I'm not. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the whole time I was watching Wanda, I was like, what the heck? This is crazy. Yeah. And I haven't really... We're just chilling watching Loki. I mean, it's cool. Like, the TVA and, like, that clock lady, the cartoon. Chick. Yeah, that's did funny. You know, did you know that voice actress of that clock? Is, her name is Tara Strong. She's the original voice actor for Harley Quinn in Back in the Day. Batman uh, show. I didn't know that. I read a little thing that she played around with doing different ask- accents and then settled on, uh, like she was going to do like a doing. Siri type voice or something, but then she, she settled on Southern, but yeah, whatever that, she, the one she picked is great. 
Did you know in my uh, little Marvel crossover world that um, Florence Pugh, uh, who's been getting a lot of buzz out of her performance in Black Widow, uh, is dating Zach Braff of uh, Scrubs and Garden State fame? Who is this person? Zach Braff? No, the other the other person. You oh, said. Florence P- uh, Pugh, the the blonde, like basically the co-star in Black Widow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's been. There's been a lot of big buzz about her performance in Black Widow. I've so. never heard of her in my life. She's done some other stuff. I don't think stuff that like would necessarily be on my radar or yours. But she's certainly got some accomplishments under her belt. But I don't think anything is uh, as big as uh, you know an actual MCU flick. Right. I might be wrong. Tara Strong might not be the. I could have swore she was the voice. For the original Harley <laughs> Quinn back in the day. I'm trying to find. She wasn't. She's in Rugrats. She was Dylan Pickles, if anyone cares about that. She does have a huge just uh, filmography. But I can't. No, voice actors, particularly good voice actors, get around. You, just, like, you see I the same how names much they pop make. up all the time. And especially now, like where we watch more and more animated movies. Um, like you'll just start to recognize different voices and like there's one guy in particular that if you're seeing like anything animated where a character has like a German accent, there's like mm-hmm. one dude that does a ton of it. So he plays uh mega fat CEO in the boss baby TV series. He voices that character. Wow. Um, right. And so then we're watching the trolls world tour movie and there's like these assassins who are yodelers <laughs> and I guess they're bounty hunters who are yodelers. And, uh, she was this, Batgirl. She wasn't um, Harley Quinn. You don't know anything so then, about Batman. Who, was Har- who am I thinking was Harley Quinn? I don't know things. I don't care. You're not even a Batman fan. You probably never even heard of Bill Finger. Are you kidding me right now, dude? <laughs> uh, so, you know, we've had all these guests on the pod, and we, we haven't been talking entertainment, but it's also because we haven't really been keeping up with or wowed by anything. So, With maybe, what? M- I said we really haven't been keeping up with it or been wild with anything. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, so. I hope Black Widow's good. I mean, there's a lot of hype around it. Yeah, so no, I, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, it's after one of the movies, like before, way before Infinity War, but it's after like the first Avengers or Iron Man or whatever or something like that. Uh, yeah, I hadn't really looked at where it fell in the timeline. Right. Mostly because it doesn't matter to me. Like, I know it's, like, it's not a, a prequel, but you know it's earlier in the timeline, so I'm like, eh, when doesn't really... I'll figure it out when I watch it. Right. So, you see uh, Nintendo's dropping a... Not like a, not like a Switch Pro, but an upgraded Switch. Yeah, with the OLED screen. Yeah, OLED screen and bigger screen. It's a, like a full 7-inch screen. But there's just some misses with it, like still no 4K output, right? And uh-huh. there's no there's there's several things a lot of people are mad that they still did no not Bluetooth. Include. Like That's how it, yeah. how do you not put Bluetooth in that device? Oh, the this the thumbsticks drift really bad, I guess, in the current switch, and well, they, not, they didn't. Yeah, that was the other thing is, um, so I guess this is like a known thing in game controllers. Um, called called drift, and I, I had read a, a separate article like about that entirely, where like uh, somebody's like, "I loved my Switch, and I haven't touched it in like a year, and this is why." It's just because like when the 
thumb pads are sitting like at neutral, like the the controller thinks right. it's moving. So right. it just like won't stay centered and it becomes like impossible to play. And evidently it's been like a really bad known issue with the Switch controllers. And having bought some of them, um, I can tell you they're not cheap. Like even on sale, a Switch controller is not cheap. Like the little ones, the skinny ones? Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if the problem carries over to their pro controllers too. Um, But yeah, that's a problem. And it's evidently it persists. And there's like, these aren't like redesigned, like beefed up controllers coming with this thing either. So Hmm. um, I'm still like, I didn't have that issue with mine. Mine weren't seeing a ton of gameplay. I don't know how much that has to do with it. Like, I don't know if it's either you have a lemon and it's going to happen or not. Right. Um, but you I do know, like the white controllers though. It looks cool. Yeah, no, the white controllers, the white dock, like it looks slick. Um, but yeah, I was thinking of getting one soon. Uh, but um, had a Adam was telling me, Adam uh, on the podcast, Adam was telling me to not get this one, just get OG uh, Switch if if I did get one because this one is apparently is fifty dollars more than just the OG um, Switch. Yeah, I read an article of like, should I upgrade or not? And it was basically like, they're like, if you don't own one, buy the new one. Um, right. And if you, if you do own one, here's the things that if they matter to you might be important. So like the, right. the bigger, better screen and it does. So the footprint's still the same, just the bezels are smaller. Right. Well, that's what Adam was saying. He was like, I mean, how often are you going to be playing it? outside of your TV, like unless you're going to be playing it all the time handheld, then yeah, go ahead and get this one because it will have a better OLED yeah. screen. But if you're going to be docking it all the time, why spend $50 more? Yeah. And that's, that's really the the factor. Like if it's just going to be a fixed console for you, then there's no point because there's no upgraded output, it. but it right. does have I, a better, I, it does have a better hinge on it. Like it's always been knocked yeah. for its hinge, um, right. different stuff like that. So like if you don't own one and you're somebody who would grab and go with it, get the new one. Um, right. but if not, probably I know where the, can you play, you can play the original Mario 64 on it. Right. But like upped, I think like so. Like they've got a visuals. game. Uh, I don't know about like, I don't know about that. I don't think it's been like remastered or anything. I think oh, it's just, you, you can, can play, play the game. The, okay. Yeah. I mean, they have a whole game. I mean, that's part of why you would go with the switch. They're not free, but that like you have Nintendo's whole back catalog. Like you can play everything. Right. Uh, speaking of handheld, um, Xbox, uh, you can play whole Xbox One games now on your iOS device, which is pretty dope. With um, if you have a Game Pass Ultimate subscription, you can get um, it on your phone. Nice. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think this is probably pretty popular because I feel like it's come around again. But I saw it just yesterday or today, and the dude's like showing a video of his Xbox, and he's like, "I really like this thing. I just wish they had made it quieter." Like, listen, when it starts up. And he presses oh, yeah. the button and it makes that ding. <laughs> and you just hear his woman in the background like, what the are you doing? <laughs> right. That was a great video. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's likely staged, but still hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, in case everyone was wondering, uh, Black Widow takes place after Captain America Civil War. So That makes sense. Yeah. So, so well, yeah. Now, now I'll be able to sleep at night because I know. I was. I knew you were really concerned, so I really wanted to help you out and figure that out. Um, speaking of things uh, we know each other will be concerned about, uh, Samsung's got an event coming up that's just dedicated to their foldables. 
Yeah. And who cares? Uh, well, I mean, you'll care when Apple makes one. And in the meantime, they're they're eating their lunch because they're way out ahead, and they really are iterating. So it's they're not doing a Is no. It like good though. Like well, the foldable. F- it just seems gimmicky. From from what I'm reading, um, uh, getting getting better. Like nobody has their hands on yet, but like this will be like the the Z Fold three and the Flip two or something like that. And they oh, they really are bumping up the specs and getting better at it. The, the, I mean, they're so comfortable with the the fold at this point um, that there isn't going to be a Galaxy Note this year. They're ditching it, and this new version of the fold is essentially replacing it and still coming with their little uh, Magic oh. S Pen. So to oh. me, that could, I mean, the Notes. I mean, a, a a big phone for them. I mean, you know, their Galaxy phones are the show, but the Notes, you know. Uh, right. it's a big deal. So to ditch that and be like, no, this is where we're putting our effort. Um, you know, to me says a lot with, with how they feel about they're doing with this. But the other thing that's a big deal is, um, they're also doing, um, either a, I can't remember if it's a fold light or a flip light. Let me kind of scroll through the article here real quick. But what they're doing is really starting to offer, um, yeah, flip three. So they're doing a flip three, a fold three, a flip three and a flip three light. So the point being, they're really starting to edge their way towards this isn't so outrageously priced that nobody's going to get it. Gotcha. So, I mean, I, I do think ultimately, I don't know that it's going to be like a, a tablet folded in half in your pocket is, is the play, but I do think like the direction we're going to see things head in is, you know, with screens that fold or roll up or pull out or scroll out. And I think this is the stuff you have to get done first to get there. Like you've got to work out the kinks and learn about doing the foldable stuff, doing this. Um, So I'm not, not interested. I mean, I've long said, you know, like two grand for the fold to me, like that's serious. That's real money. That's not, I just want to play with the tech money. Like I'll spend 300 bucks. I'll spend 300 bucks on a switch just to play with the tech. I can't spend two grand just to play with the tech, but yeah, that's uh, me going into Best Buy and playing with the model, the, the store model. But what they're saying is they're talking about, um, was this the fold or the the flip? Um, the, this is saying difference. I'm on uh, the fold is like is the bigger one where it's almost like two two phones. So oh. you are ending up more oh, okay. tablet size. That would be more the replacement for the note. So the, the flip, flip is more like old school phone. Yeah, flip. the flip is like taking a, you know like a standard Galaxy and folding it in half. Um, gotcha. So, but. They're they're getting the the fold, which would be the one that would interest me more, down to like fifteen hundred. So, I mean, hey, slashing a quarter of your price from where you started, uh, you know, they're they're certainly heading in the right direction. So, I'm I'm interested to see. I don't know that I'll actually you know watch the announcement or anything, but right. I would I would like to get my hands on one to play with. So, you know, Samsung, if you if you want the people to to really hear about your devices. And you know, get a, a fair and balanced review. We're probably not your <laughs> podcast, but if you want people to get an entertaining review, uh, you know, send I, us. I could a, give a pretty. Um, if I mess with the phone for like what? What do these reviews usually get? Like a week or two with a phone to yeah, use it know. as their phone. I would give a pretty fair, honest review and unbiased. Even though I like Apple, I mean, I would be comparing yeah. it the whole time to Apple, well, but I could yeah. give it unbiased. Well, if you remember, the folds the one where like they sent out the like the test units. Not test units, but uh, whatever. They're like the review units. It didn't ex- like explain everything to everybody. So there were people like 
peeling that sheet off of the screen thinking it was like, you know, when they ship with plastic stuck to the screen, but yeah. it wasn't like it needed to be there. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, it was a, it was a problem. Good. But hey, they've learned those lessons. So, in, Proud of you, Samsung. in Apple-ish news, did you see um, about uh, Wozniak coming out, kind of standing up for right to repair? Or have you even heard about right to repair? Um, I saw the the news uh, t- headline of it. I'm assuming that's uh, because if you have an iPhone now, you can't self repair it. Like if something's broken, you can't swap out the battery. Like if you bring it, if you do it on your own or bring it to a shop and they do it, it completely voids your warranty with Apple. But I guess what he's saying is, you paid a thousand dollars for that phone. You have every right to do whatever you want to the phone, right? Is that it? Am I off? Um, you're no, you're not wrong. <laughs> like he's he's pro. Like his thing. So he's on. Um. Oh, what's the stupid thing? Cameo. So you can get Waz to do cameos oh, for yeah, you. Yeah. So somebody yeah. paid for a cameo and l- literally just asked for a response to what do you think of a right to repair? Um. And you know, so he's he's pro it. He's like, you know, if it wasn't for open source, Apple never would have been. You know. Uh, whatever, like Apple II, you know, is the whole reason the company survived and is still around and it shipped with full schematics and whatever. Um, but so it's interesting to hear his take on it. Like Waz is an interesting guy. Like, he's an interesting guy to follow and he's definitely not Jobs. Like it's no wonder that it, it didn't really work out between the two of them. Yeah, I was going to say they didn't get um, along, did they? But um, I, eventually they didn't get along. Um, oh, okay. But like, I, I just don't know where I come down because the the whole right to repair movement is like they want people to like legislate right to repair, and I'm like, well, I I kind of have a right to repair. Like, there's nothing stopping me from taking my iPhone apart, right? And going there's in two and doing screws things. at the bottom, and you can go go to town now. Like, whether or not you know, I can get my my hands on the parts, but it's like, how repairable does a, a thing need to be? Like, well, what, like, Xbox what do they want? Like, you're you're gonna learn to like uh, solder on on boards and chips right well xbox and playstation had the same controversy and they i think had legal action taken and they had to um change their rules because like there's on the playstation and on the xbox there's a sticker covering a certain screw and there's a sticker other sticker that says if you remove this covering if you move the sticker and unscrew this it voids your warranty and that was like a big deal. I guess it went up to Congress. I don't know. Um, because peop- the the thermal paste that comes stock with the Xbox One and the PS4 was just crap thermal paste. And so, um, and a lot of PlayStation 4s and Xboxes were just really loud with the fan. And so, like, if you could open up your Xbox, you could tear it, take it all apart, find the, I forget the chip, but it's like the main smart chip that makes those things run. And that gets really hot. You can put on legit thermal paste and then it, boom, instantly your, your system is quieter. I did it on both my consoles. Um, but um, if you remove that sticker, it voided your warranty. Congress said, no, that's stupid. It still f- fix it, even if that sticker's gone. So I guess that's happening with Apple now. Like, yeah. if they take it apart, still fix it, Apple. See, I don't think that's Congress's place. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But why do they like, have to decide a, that? A, um, you, you, get, you get the choice of do I want my, do I want my warranty? Or do I want this thing to run cooler and quieter? Right. Um, you also just don't. You just don't have to buy the consoles. You also, because yep. this is America, go ahead and and design an easy to repair console and and outsell them. Do right. that. 
I don't have the resource to do that, Kale. So they have to bend to my what I want. Got to hey, Apple started in a garage, man. Right. No, I agree. But you're what you're saying is just a hard truth that no one accepts. But you're not wrong. But no one will go, Kale, shut up, because I should just be given what I want. Yeah, I'm like we we all like once upon a time, if you've been around long enough, you had a cell phone that you could change the battery on. You can buy a new battery, you just slap that new battery right on there. Right. Uh, and those phones were still available when they started selling iPhones. I can't remember if the first iPhones had swappable batteries or not. But I don't think so. I don't think I they, don't ever, think they ever did. No. And so, and we all looked at it and go, went, you know what? That's worth the trade off. Right. That, that's worth the trade off. I I agree. As a private company, they have every right to be like, no, you. Because that's even more work on their part. You took apart our device, and yeah. now we don't know what you did, and we right. have to spend extra time and resource to figure out what you even did to fix it. Because if you just sent it to us from the get-go, we could have avoided whatever you did to it, blah, blah, blah. So I see, I see both sides, but at the same time, hey, I spent money on this, and I tried to fix it, but I done screwed up. I don't know. Well, but and they're not sides. saying they won't fix it after you've done that. You're just going to have to pay them for it. Oh, okay. Then yeah, then shut up. Yeah. I thought you, I thought there was certain things you could do. You did to the phone. They don't even look at it. If you've messed with, I think oh, that's a, I, there's certain things. I don't, I don't know. But even if that's the case, I, I don't care. Yeah. Like that's the deal when you buy their stuff. If you don't like it, don't buy their stuff. Yeah, that's true. What if you didn't know? But I guess there's that, that whole, like, even if you, like, were speeding and get pulled over and then they're, like, you get arrested and they're, like, I didn't know I could I wasn't allowed to speed. Well, ignorance for the law is not a reason to not get arrested or a ticket. So is it like that? Like, you didn't know this could be taken apart? Well, you're an idiot for not researching it before you did it. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know. I, I'm not all up on it, but just the... Maybe I shouldn't comment if I haven't read all into it, but just the, the surface idea of it raises my the libertarian hairs on my neck. Like, eh. If you don't like it, you don't have to buy their stuff. I agree with that. And if you really don't like it and you really think it's that big a deal and everybody wants repairability so bad, like that's that's how that's how you get rich. Like million dollar ideas are million dollar ideas because they fill a void. They meet a need that's not not being met so if you think the need for repairable phones like self-repairable phones isn't being met meet that need Pro- prove right. apple and samsung wrong no but it ain't gonna happen <laughs> yeah i think it's just weird for congress to step in like like i don't think they need to be worrying about this like can you is the country safe is that fine can you check on that before you worry if Apple's allowing you to repair your iPhone. Do we have roads? Are our roads good? How's the police department? Are you funding them or not? <laughs> Too soon, guys. Uh, Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. So, in other news of things we like but haven't talked about for weeks, space travel has been popping off. Popping off. SpaceX rolled their uh, first like full build-out super heavy booster uh, out to a test pad there in Boca Chica. <laughs> it's so huge. It's crazy to watch the video. It's 70 meters tall, so it's just crazy to watch the video. What is 70 meters in American? Uh, ask Siri. Oh, it's too much work. Really 
really tall. 70 meters and feet. 229 feet. So What is know. 229 feet in stories? <laughs> I don't know if she'll do that. To 25 stories? 16 to 20? Wait, what? Uh, there's no standard measurement for stories. I've always heard oh, like yeah. ten feet is a good rule of thumb. But so you could you could say like twenty two, and it's just the booster. It's not the Starship rocket, which will sit on top of that, which is fifty meters tall. So this whole thing, when it's stacked, will be taller than the Saturn V. Dang! And there's gonna be thirty two Raptor engines on the bottom of the booster. So this one isn't a full like they're just going straight. So. Probably last we talked about it, like they flew and stuck the landing on SN15, the Starship. Um, and so they had SN16 built, and we're like, oh, we're going to see a few more of these. No, like they had SN16 built ready to go. They literally just like set it on a stand off of the side. They're like, no, we're just going to go ahead and go for an orbital flight. <laughs> wow. That's so cool. like Booster 3 is just, they call them Pathfinders. So it's like, a pathfinder is like you're kind of building a placeholder for the real thing, figuring out if all your processes are going to work. So uh, Booster 3 is not even going to fly. Like right now, there's no engines on the bottom of it, though I think they probably will put some Raptors on the bottom of it probably for some static fire testing. But they're going to do like fueling and, and, and defueling the tanks and checking the pressures and making sure all that kind of stuff uh, mm-hmm. works right. And in the meantime, they've got like one last section to build onto like their orbital launch tower. And this thing's huge. Even just seeing the crane they've had to construct to build this tower. If you think about it, like the tower has to be as tall or taller than this massive rocket anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, and then their plan isn't for the booster to land the way Starship or even Falcon 9 does. They're not putting landing legs on it. They're going to catch the booster with the tower. I'm going to say that again. They're going to yeah, catch say, the booster with the tower. The tower that it takes off from? Yes. And it's so, going to land back in the same spot? It's going to land back in the same spot. Which is part That's, of like Elon's plan for these is like hyper reusability, like turnaround times like jets. So put that sucker down, refuel it, put a starship back on top of it, launch another one. It's hmm. crazy. So nobody really knows outside of SpaceX really knows. There's lots of, of educated guesses, but really knows what the catch mechanism is going to look like. And with their first orbital test flight, they're not even going to, they're not going to try to land. I think either part of it, I think they're going to uh, ditch the rocket and the booster both in the ocean. Now they might do simulated landings and still try and do whatever they would do if they were landing. Right. Uh, but they're just going to, they're just going to toss them in the drink. But wow. yeah, so that's coming soon. Like you know, they've said it could happen in like July or August. It will probably be longer than that, but sooner rather than later. Right. And in the meantime, by the time you're listening to this, you're listening to this on Monday, Richard Branson uh, will have uh, at least attempted to go into space on a Virgin Galactic rocket. Uh, oh, what is that? That's on. That's Sunday. Oh, boy. So it's really funny because, you know, Virgin Galactic and Blue Origin have been, and really SpaceX, they've all been at this for about the same amount of time now. Uh, Blue Origin's mission and their focus a little different than SpaceX's Virgin Galactic's very different. Virgin Galactic is all about space tourism. It's all about, like, 
book your ride to, to go to space. And so, you know, they've all been at it for 20, 21, 22 years. And, uh, so just after, you know, they announced that they were actually going to fly people, which we've talked about on here and how much the open seat went for and all that stuff on the new Shepard rocket of blue origin. So Bezos is like, yeah, I'm going to fly on that first flight. And I gave him credit on here and I still gave him credit. Like dudes, you know, putting his, his money where his mouth is, or actually the reverse yeah. in this case, putting his, <laughs> his mouth where his money is. Um, and Richard Branson's just like, if you don't get me into space before him, so help me God, you're all fired. Like, there's just no way that's not how that was communicated. Right. After all this, because everybody, everybody thought Virgin Galactic was going to be flying people long before now. So it's just so funny that it came down to just weeks. So, I mean, he's literally going to fly, you know, like, I don't know, two weeks before Bezos, not even. I wonder if Bezos, could Bezos, like, I don't know how planning rocket ships rocket launches work but like could he just out of nowhere pull out like a rough launch on saturday i don't know but the funny comment that i saw was like elon just needs to be like yeah i'm going to mars tomorrow (laughs) right like that would be dope yeah i've been seeing a lot of elon hate on reddit and uh, most of it what i was reading it's just like anti like kind of like capitalist almost stuff with him they're all mad because they're all into the the dogecoin and the bitcoin and diamond hands and it was also they're like he's not he's not really self-made he inherit or his parents gave him like a lot of money and he's from and i'm like who cares like why does that matter if he made his millions from zero dollars well not not only that but i mean you can say that all you want but what he turned that money into with paypal and then put all of his money all of his personal money on the line with spacex who absolutely almost failed um like if they hadn't gotten i think i can't remember if it was i just read a book about this um called liftoff and it's phenomenal if you're into this stuff at all pick up liftoff and read it it's about the early days of spacex and how close they came to failure um like i think it was their fourth falcon one launch they they almost got to orbit um with um their I i think it was their third uh falcon one uh, and they had this this little bit of an issue, and it's just one of those you don't know what you don't know. They had stage separation in space, and didn't oh. realize that you, once you separate, you get a little boost back. Like there's still a little bit of thrust in that previous stage booster, and so they separated. But then the booster came up and hit their next stage. And if they had just waited like half a second on that, then it would have been a success. But since it wasn't, like if there. They're, when they finally had a successful orbital launch of the Falcon 1, if it hadn't been successful, they would have been out of business and Elon was broke. There was no money left. Wow. And so then they did succeed and it was on his personal dime, you know, and now he's he's turned around and turned that into, uh, you know, uh, Tesla and the Boring Company right. and Neuralink and SpaceX and Starlink, which is part of SpaceX, but I'm sure it'll, it'll get spun off at some point. So, like, to not give him credit for what he's done and created and is still doing. Um, you know, we've talked about it on here before, you know, like, all this hate for, oh, why, why does the CEO, you know, why does Elon make so much more money than somebody working on the factory floor? Because he's risked so much more than them. Mm. And that's the, like the 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 stress and the responsibility and the risk is where the difference comes in. Like right. the the factory worker isn't worrying about how every other factory worker is feeding their families, but a right. good boss, a good CEO, is worried about like 
It's, it's not, I got to keep everything running around here so I can get rich. It's if this fails, all these people lose their income. So, yeah. Anyways. Also, no one forced that factory worker to take that wage. He agreed to it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, most of the Elon hate on Reddit is related to like Dogecoin and Bitcoin. And like Bitcoin is in the tank right now. And, you know, they, they blame Elon because Tesla was going to take Bitcoin for payments. And then they said they weren't going to because it's not eco-friendly enough. And like you're, you're investing in, <laughs> in cryptocurrency. Like if you don't have the stomach for volatility, you're, you're in the wrong market. Right. That when really most of the, the dip in Bitcoin has come from China cracking down on cryptos. Right. So because China likes to manipulate their money. And now we've squeezed in our China talk for this week. <laughs> so China is the worst. They still. don't like currencies that they can't manipulate. So, but yeah, it's just funny to me that, that those two guys are like just weeks apart. And so then Blue Origin, I think it was, it wasn't Bezos, but it was somebody high up at Blue Origin was like throwing shade at Branson. Like, Oh, uh, well, they're, you know, they're only flying to X height, so it's not really space. So it's a totally different thing. Because we've oh, talked please. about that on here before. Like, there's some debate about, like, what the international community counts as space versus what the military counts as space. And when you're an astronaut and where you're not, I'm like, yeah, that's that's sort of your talk there. That's what yeah. that is. So I'm like, do you get off the ground and do you get to weightlessness? You're in space. All right, yeah. shut up. In uh, other... Uh, Interesting Bezos news, though. Amazon is now selling its own COVID-19 test kits for 40 bucks. No, thanks. In America. They send it to you. You swab. You send it back. They run it in their labs. You get your you get your results in, like, less than 24 hours from when they receive it. Are people going to do it right, though? Uh, I'm sure it probably comes with instructions and videos and blah, 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 yakety-schmackety. Like, what if you don't shove it up your nose far enough? My guess would be that there's a... Well, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's some guidelines for that. My thought was like, if all I'm looking to do is get a negative test because I want to like go visit France or something, aren't I going to just like not swab anything and send it in? Right. Like, here, here you yeah. go. But my guess would be that the fail safe is like, oh, there's like, there's no material. Like we're not seeing human DNA or anything on this. Right. Or, um, or maybe not enough. Because like, what if you just barely insert it, but there's still some DNA on it? Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it works, but it's crazy. It's like, what, what can't Amazon deliver to my doorstep? Right. So like, I don't know. I'm seeing like a little picture of the kit and there's like an instruction card and a vial and a swab and, um, you know, it's a, it's a PCR test. Like it's a legit, it's a legit test. So the deal is like they built out, like they did their own labs and stuff to, for testing their employees. So now they're just oh. leveraging this infrastructure that they've built for, because there are all these reasons you still need to be able to get COVID tested. Right. Um, you know, maybe for work, maybe for, for travel, maybe for whatever. Um, so, you know, I don't know, like getting tested has become so easy and still it's quote unquote free. Uh, side note, none of it's free. Some, <laughs> All of those tests are being paid for. All of those vaccines are being paid for. There's being paid for. I would say with your tax dollars, but not even with your tax dollars, with money that we're just printing out of nowhere. Um, 
So you get to we play with it. We don't have to get into the whole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because no. we dived so. in. We need to figure out what episode well, that I just was think it's funny, you know, to, to hear. Like it's just so irritating to me when you hear. And this is in the same thing as like tax returns with me, where it's like, why don't you just go get tested? It's free. N- no, <laughs> like they're right, not being yeah. provided. Like you know, nobody's providing those tests out of the goodness of their heart. Or just just go get vaccinated. I'm like it's it's free. You don't even have to pay for it. Yes. Yes, you do. Not absolutely right. nothing is free. And when I say it's in the same vein as tax returns, it's funny to me when people are like, "I'm getting, I'm getting like fifteen hundred dollars back." It's your money. It's not. It's not a gift. You overpaid them, and they're giving it back now. Right. Um, right. Hashtag asterisk caveat whatever. There's all this, all kinds of things you get tax credits for. So now you will, the government will give you money that isn't a return that you didn't pay in. So that's a separate thing, but. By and large, you shouldn't be super excited about a big tax return because it just means you gave the government an interest-free loan all year long. And they're just giving that money that you overpaid back to you. So you could have kept that money and used it to pay for your COVID tests. But anyway, so I don't know. That's cool. Like Amazon's just like, nah, yeah, well, we'll we'll bring that to your door. We can do that. That's cool. Yeah, that is, I mean, yeah, that's, I guess it's smart, I guess, if you're still scared to go out and about, but, because there are those people that are still quarantined till this day, over a year. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't, like, I, I don't personally know and haven't, I, like, it's not like I don't know anybody that's not still cautious or still masked up or any of that stuff, but I don't know anybody that's, like, Personally, I don't know anybody that's on like lockdown or anything anymore. I know there's people that I don't are like, know we should lock back down because of. of the Delta variant. You know, oh, how, yeah. how dare you not mask up and, you know, whatever. I mean, I think there are some things that speak for themselves at this point. I, you know, I don't begrudge anybody that doesn't want to uh, get vaccinated, like know the risks of the vaccination, know the risks of COVID and may be an adult, make your own choice. That That's fine. Like, you know, pick your poison. Um, but I mean, there are pretty irrefutable stats at this point right now where it's like the vast majority of COVID deaths that are occurring at this point are in unvaccinated people. Well, like, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Um, you know, so it's, you know, there's just, there's certain report, you know, people who are out there who are anti-vaccine for whatever reason, who are, um, you know, it's not as effective as they said, it doesn't really work. Well, it's like that the, we, we're all getting to watch the effectiveness play out in, in real time. And right. so there's all kinds of things you can say about the vaccines one way or the other, but one thing you can't say is that they're just, they're just not effective because they, they definitely, definitely seem to be. Right. So. Well, I don't care to talk about COVID anymore because I can't stand it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. It's just one of those things where it's so dominant. It's like, I don't want to talk about it, but it's just so... So present still. And, and, and well, that's part of the problem too, right? Is like, I, I'm certain if you dig into the numbers that COVID's been a massive ratings driver for news organizations. And so, of, of course, they're like hesitant to let it go and not be front and center and not be, you know, whatever. And that's, of course, they're going to do clickbaity. Check out this new variant. And then you read the article. And it's right. like, but it seems like all of the... You know, all the vaccines are still working against it, so we're I think we're okay. So, thanks, news agencies. The media always being f- up front and trustworthy. 
Well, in uh, non-COVID news, though, um, you know, because who doesn't like to see justice served? Um, I did see just today that uh, the there's there's people who uh, filed a lawsuit against uh, the people who were running the fire festival, and those fine people are all going to get about two hundred and eighty dollars a pop. So kudos to you guys. That's cool. Good for them. <laughs> I never watched that documentary. Uh, there's a couple of them. I mean, that was just such a there's big like, story for a while. one on Netflix and one on Hulu, yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's just, it seemed a little bit so satisfying just because, like, Fire Festival was just this amalgamation of all these things that drive us, like us, you and I here at the Solid 7 Podcast, crazy, like... It was just all about, you know, being seen and social media influencers and blah, blah, blah. And it was just such a hot mess. Uh, and I just hope that all of those people walk away with their $280 going, maybe I should care less about the people on the internet. <laughs> No, uh, that won't happen because they're going to post their check and look at this $280 I got, mm-hmm. and then they're going to post, look what I bought with my $280, and they're going to post, dang, that $280 went away so fast. Yeah, well, so I guess, um, like, tickets to this thing, like, so there were, like, tickets to go, and then there were, like, big luxury packages, but, like, the least amount of money you were paying to go to this thing was, like, 1200 bucks. Wow. But you could spend up to, like, $100,000. Um, it's just insane. And what, and of course, because this is how it goes, there's all kinds of money going to, um, like the accountants and the attorneys involved in this. Um, so there's like $1.1 million in this settlement going to attorneys and accountants and only $300 being split up between the people who were suing 300,000. Wow. So like 277 ticket holders that sued. So out of that $300,000, they'll get 280 bucks a pop and the attorneys and accountants get to laugh all the way to the bank. That's funny. I didn't realize uh, Kendall Jenner and Ja Rule, I mean, I haven't seen any of the documentary stuff, but like all these people were the ones involved. Kendall, they just like paid for her influence because that's a thing. Oh yeah, she just promoted it. But Ja Rule was like front and center and I feel like he kind of got off scot-free from all this. And it all got put on this Billy McFarlane dude. Uh, and hey, maybe maybe Ja Rule was was clueless. Maybe maybe Billy was feeding him all kinds of lies, and and he was a really good liar. And Ja Rule was just buying it. Um, I don't know if I had a hundred thousand dollars to spend. If I had a hundred thousand dollars that I could put in a pile and light on fire because I wouldn't miss it if it was gone, I still wouldn't have spent it on going to the fire festival. <laughs> Right. Just seeing the photos of their food in those trays is hilarious. Yeah. Like the two slices of bread with cheese and a horrible looking greenery salad thing. Well, so then, and I want to say one of the documentaries they talked to, or maybe I read this in an article. I don't know. It's all a fire festival blur. But there was um, like this caterer who was like self-made woman from these islands. Like they're dealing with all these people that aren't from a lot of money anyways. Right. And like she got screwed over in this whole thing. And then like she's in like tears because they're like she was they were busting their butts like as hard as they could to even provide that to people because they wanted to feed people. Right. I mean, not like we're talking about feeding hungry orphans. Right. But like 
she was trying to do right by everybody and it was them that right. screwed her that and made her feel look so bad. bad for her yeah so then they um you know they started like somebody started to go fund me for or something and, and it got like blown up so and, and good oh, for her good. it should have yeah but um just uh just a nightmare but i these people can sleep easy i need to go watch this now now that they have their 280 bucks yeah i can't remember if i watched both of them or not but the one i did watch uh it was entertaining i had coworkers tell me the netflix one was good but i don't know compared to the hulu one which one is like better but why not just watch both yeah the yeah, greatest that. party that never happened yeah yeah, I'm looking at that picture of that that sandwich right now. I'm like, I can kind of go for a cheese sandwich if I'm being honest. <laughs> I can go for a little. But if this happened, right this documentary happened quick. If it happened in 2017, this documentary came out in 2019. That was fast. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're reporting on anything social media related, and let's be honest, this whole thing was just a social media event. Like right. you got to strike strike while the iron's hot because time marches on. <laughs> right. You know, move on to the next whatever. So, yeah. Crazy world, crazy smells. And then they were touting, like, the, the island they were doing this on used to be owned by Pablo Escobar. Why is that a sales point? Who cares? Uh, I guess the clout of being able to say you were on that island he owned. But he's not going to be there. Yeah, it's not, like, it's not like he's on stage throwing out free drugs or whatever it is Pablo Escobar does. Right. I don't know. It's just ridiculous to me. So. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm going to go watch this documentary. You should. That's how you should spend the rest of your evening. I might do that. So, well, hey, let's, let's, let's wrap it up so you can go, so you can go watch. I mean, I feel like we've reported all the news that is news. It's only an hour and a half and it's, uh, the night is still young. Everything, everything that's worth knowing we, we have told you right now. Oh, <laughs> But dude, I don't want to like ruin your birthday or Christmas. But um, you're aware that Lego's releasing a Seinfeld set? Yeah, complete Kira, with, complete Kira with the Festivus poll. Yes, I. Well, there had been fan-made Seinfeld Lego sets for like a long time, and this one you always saw like rumored photos. But then, yeah, this is like a legit one, eighty dollars. And Kira, I showed her it the other day. She's like, "Yeah, I saw. I was, I was, I was gonna get it, get you it." Yeah, no. But I looks, feel like this could be one of those Lego sets that, like, good luck getting a hold of one type yeah, deal. Yeah, it looks amazing. Dude, the Newman minifig is hilarious. I just wish they had made him fat, but he's just a regular yeah, minifig. Yeah, they don't have But they nailed Legos. the face. Um, oh, is that a... What is it? Uh, the Pasta Jerry? What was it called? Oh, I don't know. I think that's what Kramer's holding in this photo of it. Uh-huh. But, yeah... Yeah, Kramer's holding something. Fruschetti oh, or something like that. Not uh, Superman on the fridge. Yeah, that's clever. So, cereal on the shelf. Where's the bike? Is there a bike? It looks like there's a little behind Elaine's head. I think that's the handlebars, maybe. Slightly behind Elaine's head. Uh, yeah, I can't tell if that's a chair or the handlebars. Because the bike was like back in the little hallway, right? It was right? behind it, yeah. Now, it would have been cool. This is $80. I feel like... For what it is, Lego in itself is expensive to begin with. Yeah. But I feel like that's not a bad price, but I wish they could have added the cafe, like how the it's actually in real life the set is. Yeah. Um, the cafe's off to the right past the kitchen. That would have been cool. Yeah. That was kind of cool. I don't know if you watched the like Friends reunion. Probably not, but it was kind of cool no, actually sir. seeing the way the set was laid out and organized and what, what was where. But 
Right. But yeah, this this Lego set's cool. So I'm like, I'm a, I'm a grown man and there's several Lego sets that I want right now because they actually just released a really detailed, which they worked with NASA on, uh, Discovery Shuttle. It's like a 2,000-piece set. I think it's one of the bigger ones they've ever done, if not the yeah. biggest. Actually comes with a Hubble telescope too, so it's like two kits in one. It's like two hundred yeah, bucks. I think I, when I was in the Lego store, I sent you some pics of it. The model. And I want it. So there's. But also here's my thing with Legos. I want to just build it. I don't like, like the space shuttle. That'd be dope. The the, the Death Star, the the destroyer, like those huge Lego things. Ooh, the, the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. That's the kit. I just want to build it. I just want to build it. I don't. Where am I going to put it? I don't want to look at it once I'm done. Just the joy uh, to me is the building process. Well, the nice thing is with the with the the shuttle and the Hubble, like it comes with really nice display stands. Mm-hmm. So you can put it on like a shelf or honest, honest to God, if somebody buys me that discovery kit, I will display that bad boy in my office. No shame. Yeah. 100% would put that in my office, but I'm seeing you're more into Seinfeld than I am. Like I'm a fan, but I'm not like a, a super fan, but I was already the, watching it most of the day today when I was cleaning my house. This set is showing a picture on his fridge. And to me, this picture looks like Larry David. Do you know what that picture is? I, I just went to the actual Lego site to see more photos and it actually has, it actually comes with a Jerry in front of a red brick wall doing a stand up bit. Yeah. Yeah. So it comes with like, that's a part of the kit. It's a separate little side stage. Right. Yeah. So, and then, it, and, and, uh, and then it also comes on the fridge. On the fridge. I'm trying to find it. Sorry. And that's it comes the with the Festivus pole. Yeah. That's definitely Larry David on the right? fridge. Yeah. So sure. they got a little Porsche on there. Yeah. So it's a cool little kit. They caught a lot of details. The yada, little like yada, Monk's Cafe sticker on the fridge the, too. The intercom to buzz people up is there. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see an angle. Oh, you were talking about the green handle behind Elaine's head. Yeah, I bet that's the yeah. bike. Yeah, and the, I'm looking at a different photo. It's definitely the bike. Yeah. If you guys want this to make sense to you as you listen, pause, go back five minutes, pull up a picture of the Lego <laughs> set, and then you can look at it along with us. Right. I think, have we given up on doing links and show notes because it just doesn't work and it's who actually goes and looks at it? Yeah, I don't know. My real thought was there, like, it sucks that it's not working for Apple, but it was working everywhere else. But, like, where I landed on it is because we all know I, like, I listen to podcasts all the time and I'm like, I never click on a link in a show note. Ever. I don't either. Yeah. I'm like, if I hear something that interests me, I look it up. Yeah, I'll just Google it. So, I don't know. I mean, listeners, you tell us if you're like, no, where are your stupid links in your show notes? Okay, I'll put them back. I mean, whatever. It's yeah. not It's not the most time-consuming in the world. It wasn't, it wasn't world. that much work. Yeah. But, it, you know, it is, uh, you know, a bit tedious in that. That's part of why we wanted an intern here, but somebody was going to start taking notes of, um, you know, like, what are the topics we cover so it's easy to do, the show notes, you know, just the blurb about what this episode's about and stuff like that. Uh, but then also it could be like, no, pull this link, pull that link. Because otherwise it's like me listening back through all the content, literally taking notes as I listen to it. Right, right. So it's not even like I can background listen. Um, which, hey, I'm willing to do for you, the listeners. But Whoa. it's a lot. It's just a lot if nobody's using it. And I'm like, I don't I don't ever use it. So um, if you go, oh, I bet you this is a Seinfeld limited time Lego set because it's under, like there's a logo for ideas. Um and so this might be one of those like, hey, we're just building it for like three minutes and then it's going to be gone. Interesting. Because I, I bought Kira for her, her birthday maybe, um, the Steamboat Mickey. It's like black and white and it has wheels underneath. So when you push the Steamboat Mickey, the, the steam 
what are those called? The steam yeah. poles thing in a boat? I don't know what yeah. they're called. Uh, they go up and down just like in the cartoon. That thing is like you cannot get it, and it's like $300 plus on eBay and crap like that. Very cool. So this seems like if you don't buy it quick, it will be gone. So I want to figure out how I can. August 1st, it comes out. Hey, everyone, it's already unavailable. You can't go buy it. Uh, just letting you know that it's already sold out. And then I go and buy it. Nice. So. I like that the model guy who's building the model who is in this building it is like a 60-year-old, 50-year-old dude. But that sounds about right. This, that's us. This is us when uh, yeah. we're old playing with Legos. Yep. So. Well, hey, cool. listeners. Let's we go watch you. a fire um, <laughs> fire documentary now. Uh, we can party watch it. We can group, group, watch it. I'm going it's on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. So, well, listeners, we love you. We appreciate you. And hey, if you, if you listen to all this and you're like, Man, how do they do it? We do it with uh, the support of our Patreon supporters. That's that's how we do Oof. it. It can't happen without them. And uh, patreon.com slash solid number seven podcast. And uh, you can throw us a little a little bit of support. Help make this all happen. There's a couple different levels there. $5, $10. Either one gets you weekly bonus content. And this past, last week's bonus content was, I mean, it was a bonus episode. It yeah, really that was, was a full episode. We talked about making that like an actual. Yeah, we might drop that as a bonus episode to entice you all. We might give you a little behind the scenes look. But either way, $5 level, $10 level of support, you get bonus content. At that $10 level, you also get a solid seven mug, which is a better than average coffee mug shipped right to your door after a few months of support. But it helps make the podcast happen and uh, helps us continue to improve what we do and how we do it and we would certainly appreciate that support if you don't have the uh, the cash to spend right now we understand but we would love uh a follow a subscribe a rating and we make that super super easy for you that is a link that is still in our show notes so if you just hit those show notes and hit the link to rate this podcast whatever device you're on it will show you what apps are on your device that you can uh, rate us on or follow us on uh, and if you do that, it helps expose us to uh, other listeners. I mean, the, it helps expose the podcast. Josh and I are not exposing ourselves to people. That's inappropriate. I but mean, po- if Kira asks for that feature, I will give that. Too yes. far? Too much? Uh, well, I mean, she, you know, she, is she signed on the dotted line. She knew what she was getting yep. herself into. Yes, so, uh, And when you're done with all that, go get yourself a delicious uh, Jacko Go or any of the other wonderful Jacko Fuel products. They do not give us a dime of money for support of their podcast, this podcast, but we love them. We love their products and we're hoping that all of this free advertising will one day convince them to uh, advertise with us. So stop by a Wawa, a vitamin shop, JockoFuel.com, OriginUSA.com, uh, even Amazon.com, any of those uh, and search for Jacko Go or Jacko Fuel and uh, you'll find some great ways to optimize yourself. So uh, do that. But if it's like, well, I can afford to support you guys or I can afford to buy Jocko Go. Well, I mean, I think, you know, I think you know the right thing to do there. I think, uh, you know, the support, support us, please. Yes, but it's probably this, like Jocko. He's got plenty of money. Like, so, Ugh. but uh, all right. That being said, it's good talking to all of you. It's all, it's all we got for you for this week. So uh, until next time, have a great life and stay safe, everyone. We're out. <laughs>